What is up, what is up, what is up, y'all? It's another day, another time, and another week for Real Talk Monday. <laughs> you guys, I'm excited about tonight. I can't wait. We got a lit show for y'all tonight. Plus, tonight, y'all getting it the way that y'all normally get it. Me and Hannah are collaborating on the topic on the night. I know last couple of weeks, y'all been getting one of us, but tonight, Y'all getting both of us, and we ready. We ready, sis. How are you doing, sis? I'm How good. Doing? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You up there looking all beautiful and stuff in the red makeup. I see you. I see you. Thank you. So silly. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I like your new headphones. Those are different. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like yeah. those. Those are like more, you know, this century. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, I let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh. Welcome to 2K21, guys. Yes, yes, yes. I got something for you behind. I got something for you. I got something for you. See, I was going to be nice to you. Oh, I like the side. Well, let us see the side again because that is so, like, not like what I had. What you had was like what I had when I used to play my music in the CD player. And you know how we used to have the CD players? And like we would walk and like we would try to run with it or we try okay, to play it on the bike okay, and then you hit okay, a bump and okay, then the music stops. Okay. 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 We clowning tonight. We are clowning hey, tonight. Ready. You, I like those. We clowning tonight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Tonight, we gonna- Thank you all uh, for joining us. We appreciate yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Look, as y'all can clearly see, we ready, we here, and we ready to go. So tonight, we're going to start y'all off. You know what? I had something in mind to start off with as far as music tonight. But, um, you know, uh, the Lord changed my mind tonight. So what we're going to do is we're going to start it off with, um, let me make sure that this is linked. Let me make sure that it is linked to the internet. While I'm doing that, first off, let us be aware of who this show is sponsored by tonight. We will be dropping the link in a minute in the uh, comments. We are sponsored by none other for the whole month of August. We are sponsored by none other than one of the baddest, and I do mean baddest, boutiques around. Search Flow Boutique. You guys, I'm extremely happy and I'm extremely excited to be sponsored by my sister this week. We love her. We appreciate her for everything that she does. And we wish her nothing but the best in all that she does. And we thank her for sponsoring us for this whole month, you guys. So what we're going to do, we will be dropping the link here in a minute. But um, right now, we're going to start it off with a little bit of something like this. For our music tonight, all right, y'all. Since uh, we are in the 21st century, we're gonna keep it in the 21st century, and uh, we're gonna play something that uh, I'm sure Hannah will like on tonight. This is by one of my baby groups, and I think Hannah likes them too. Their name is Tim Wises and the Fellas. Lord, 
as this is playing we want y'all to like comment and share let us know guys you know we had to start it off with a little bit of quartet tonight uh since hannah wanted to be a little petty i wanted to come out with some of her favorite music on tonight you know i know she loves quartet okay so you know we're not gonna do that like (laughs) that was a nice song and that's it moving right along yes 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 So we're going to go to the Lord in prayer this time. And then uh, I'm going to turn it over to my beautiful, wonderful co-host for her to give y'all a little bit of our roots facts. And then we're going to jump right into the topic for the day. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you have done and all that you are continuing to do, Heavenly Father. We ask you to bless this soul, bless this. Everyone abuse your soul. Let it be a blessing to someone, Heavenly Father. Let someone come one in. Let someone see all of you in us. And not us at all, Heavenly Father. Move Hannah and myself out of the way so that you get the glory, you get the honor, and you get the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you guys. So at this time, we're going to turn it over to my co-host, Miss Hannah Irby, for the Roots Facts of the day. Let's go. So our Roots Facts for today is about Shirley Ann Chisholm. She was the first African-American Congresswoman. She was an American politician, educator, and author. In 1968, she became the first black woman elected to the United States Congress, representing New York's 12th Congressional District, a district centered on Bedford for seven terms from 1969 to 1983. In the 1972 United States presidential election, she became the first African-American candidate to run for a major party's nomination for president of the United States and the first woman to run for the Democratic Party's presidential nomination. Born in Brooklyn, Chisholm studied and worked in an early childhood education, becoming involved in local Democratic Party politics in the 1950s. In 1964, overcoming some resistance because she was a woman, she was elected to the New York State Assembly. Four years later, she was elected to Congress, where she led expansion of food and nutrition programs for the poor and rose to party leadership. 
She retired from Congress in 1983 and taught at Mount Holke College while continuing her political organizing. Although nominated for an ambassadorship in 1993, health issues caused her to withdraw. In 2015, Chisholm was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And that is our Roots Fact for today. Once again, that is a powerful one. I did not know about that. To be honest, this was the first time I've ever even heard of her. So this was a good one for me because I'm learning a lot of the times as we're giving these roots facts to y'all, we're learning at the same time. That's what's so good about this. And they're powerful, you guys. And I hope that you all are liking them because once again, what we want to do with these is make sure that we're giving y'all the history that a lot of the times we are not taught in school. So did you know all of this information about her when you first did the research on her? No, I didn't know anything. This was a straight learning for me as well. Wow. Okay, you guys, all right, all right, all right. So now let's jump into this main topic. Since I'm gonna let you introduce it and I'm gonna let you kick it off. How do you survive virtual teaching? I think we all experienced that last year. And a lot of us are going back into it right now. So mm. I thought this would be great because our whole series this month was about COVID. We've done various topics. So this one is a good one as well. So how do you survive virtual teaching? Um, prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you lock yourself in your room and there's nothing wrong with taking two minutes for yourself. But some no. things that I learned along the way from my mother, who is a former teacher, which really helped me out a lot because we have a classroom in the house. So um, we learned, you know, I, I set up a virtual classroom. If you don't have a classroom, do a corner. So I actually got my daughter a school desk, um, like from a school supplier. Um, it was dry erasable. So she still has it. So like she can write on it. It's a dry erasable flat top as well. And so she actually has a school desk in our home. And that, that helps a lot because that's her designated study space. Um, she gets off topic a lot. So like all the extra stuff they need, like supplies, those are in baskets that are not by her desk. They're by my desk in another corner because I need her to stay focused. So just setting up that virtual classroom, that corner, you know, creating that boundary. I got some posters on the wall because I said mom was a teacher and the Dollar Tree is your best friend. So she got all these posters on the wall with things as well. So she can just look at that in that area. I know some people say the corner is a bad idea, but the corner worked better for her. We tried the window. The window will never be the same. I got to get that fixed. <laughs> Don't be doing my way. little niece food. Don't be doing that, my niece food. That window food. went through a lot. That window still went Don't through a lot. Don't be doing my niece food. So we, we not, not doing that again. Um, not. I even what got her not going to do is clown my niece food like that. We not. I got her Okay, so that she learned how to tell time. So I bought one of those clocks like in the classroom with the, the school times, you know, and we also have an area like for the arts and crafts to be displayed as well. So that virtual classroom is the key right there. Just setting up that, you know, that that uh, classroom space like you set up your work from home space. Um, daily schedules and agenda. I was working with a seven year old who really didn't know how to read. We still conquering that. And so it's a lot you're having to read you're having to manage and you might be working too and so you have to find your balance um she had her laptop i had her agenda book for her like i was like i don't know why i have an agenda book for first grader but that's what i had to do um you might need to do i did calendar invites 
like, you know, reminders of what she had. And then it towards the end, after I realized this was going to be it, like around Christmas time, I got her a phone to like sync all her stuff to her phone because she had my phone going off too much with all the classes <laughs> and stuff. So I was like, no, you need your own phone because it's too much. So she got her own phone so I could just manage it from there. You know, all the communications, all the Google Classrooms. It was just easier to do that because I'm working from home, too. So it's just too much going on my phone. I was like, my phone go off too much. And so did that. Um, the announcements, a lot of printing. Um, my family is awesome. So we got her a printer. My sister actually got her a printer. And my brother bought her a laptop because one of the laptops messed up along the way. It was a, it just was like a glitch. He knew about it. So we got that. God is good. And so she had all her materials. Um, and like I said, my mom was a teacher. So she, you know, helped me with the packs and actually the school, when we moved to the, where we are, the school we went to, they like, we order our school supplies, the PCA does, and like they bundle them. So then I didn't have to worry about it. Like I just had a bundle with everything. So that's easier, but you still need a lot of stuff. Like along the way, you're going to need, like, you got to buy everything like you're a teacher to make it work because you're trying to convince your child that I am your teacher from this desk. Even though you're on that Zoom, I am the teacher too. And you're going to learn how to be what you need to be today, dealing with me. So, <laughs> you know, you, you got to do some things. You might get a little chart, do the little, um, we did this pom-pom thing. So, like, she gets pom-poms. And if she finished her assignment on time she, you know, anything extra, she could get her pom-poms. And when the pom-pom jar is full to the rim, then I let her go to Amazon and she'll order something. She has a price limit. And so it might be like $20 or it can be $10. Like she liked these poppets. And so once she filled this up, she got these poppets and then we dump it and we start again. So you just have to learn how to like positively reinforce your child's behavior so that you can make it fun for both of you all, because it is a challenge. Definitely. Um, yeah, you got to have something, there's got to be something in there for them. And I'm not saying like, you know, it could be money. It depends on your child's age and what makes them happy. Uh, we did screen time tickets, also do screen time tickets. Um, my mother told me about that and we used to do that when we were a kid and I was like, uh, um, I put screen, there's screen and app limits on her phone and her computer because it's, you know, you're spending so much time doing it just for school. So you really want to try to scale it back. Um, so that's something we did as well. Um, it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. And we might be back to that again. So we just need to be honest with ourselves. You know, enjoy the break, enjoy the moment. But start honestly, like I'm in my mind, I'm already thinking, okay, what do I need if we transition to going back home? How are we going to do this? So I'm starting to get my index cards and stock up on my ink from a printer because I'm a printing queen. I like to print it and put it on the she wall. Is, and she is. And she I is. am. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's a it's a journey, but it's life changing. And think about just all the time we got to spend with our kids that we didn't get to do before. Because honestly, now that I'm back to the hustle and bustle, like you're gone. But you drop your child off in the morning, and they're away from you for 10, 12 hours a day. So enjoy that moment. Enjoy that time. It was a blessing. You got to know your child in a level that you didn't get to, you know, and that's a once in a lifetime type of situation. So um, I learned a lot more. We grew closer and it was a good experience. It was moments. My hair was probably, you know, I lost a lot of hair, but, you know, it's all good. It's part of the process. And she's still a baddie. 
Loki. She's still a baddie in these Thank shorts. you. So like I said, stay organized, set up reminders, um, explain the assignment so that your child understands and you understand as well. Because sometimes even now when she brings stuff home, I'm looking over it and I'm like. That's that new man. Okay. They sent a thing home today saying all this stuff she needed. And I was like, in the second grade, you know, but. Right. Come on. I, I sent it to my mama, let my mama deal with all that. I was like, this this is too much. Like all these little squares with all this stuff. And so I'm like, oh wow. You know, you just gotta have your daily schedule, stick to it. Um, you're gonna have to tweak it. Don't feel bad if you change it constantly. You gotta change it till you get it where it works for you and your child. There's nothing wrong with that. Um know where to find the, the assignments. For each subject, that makes it easier. So, you know, um, it's also good if it's organized. So hopefully if we did have to go back to that, it would be more organized. Like we would be on one platform. We would know, you know, when we first started, it was it was like, this might be on Teams. This might be an email. This might be a picture. You know, it was just so many different ways they were doing it. But now it's, it's, it's it, if we had to go back, I think it would be more organized and structured. Um, so you just got to know where and how to submit assignments because that can be a little tricky. Um, you have to understand all the platform tools that your provider, your school has. Like she has certain um, apps she had to use, but they didn't work after three o'clock. So I had to learn how to manage my time so that we could still get that app time and they wanted on them before the cutoff time. And then like one stopped at four. And if you want to use it after that, you just got to pay for it. So, you know, I wasn't going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, discussion board, share folders, all of that. Um, what I started doing because it was like, you know, you're working if you have that support or someone available. And so when it comes like this year, I, uh, I put my mom on all the emails. Um, cause it was, it's a lot of emails. It's a little too much for me sometimes. It's to mom again. <laughs> so, you know, if you can have someone to help you or look behind you, that's helpful as well. If you have to do it by yourself, which is very possible, just believe in the power of prayer. You can do anything with God. Amen. Mm -hmm. you, can. you can. Yep. So what you so, do? Uh, for me, man, I didn't do school virtually. But what I did was search, Sunday school, teaching, preaching. I did a lot of that virtually. And it was definitely a struggle because you had the struggle of how we got started doing it was uh, my pastor recommended it. He recommended, um, we was already shut down, but a lot of the searches was already shut down because of COVID-19. I'm also the dean over my district, which means uh, a lot of the teaching that happens, it goes through your shrewd. So my pastor doing an executive board meeting one day asked if there was a way that we could get it to where a lot of the younger kids could do like a virtual meetup to where we could teach them some things via Zoom. Now I've done Zoom before, but <laughs> getting people to understand how to log into it, getting people to understand you got to type in this password correctly in order to get on it, getting people to understand, okay, we don't have the paid version, so we only have a couple, we only have this amount of time to get this done, so I ain't got time to answer about a million questions. Look, 
we got a short amount of time that we got to do this in. It was rough, but finally what ended up happening was we ended up buying the paid version of June, and that made things a lot smoother. I've done a lot of preaching virtually where, like, there for a while, a lot of the churches would shut down. My pastor would call me, ask me to fill in for him on a Sunday morning. I'm used to seeing a face of an audience, like seeing people in the audience. So getting there to the search and only seeing about two people or three people, the two people that's recording, two people that's there for offering, and then my pastor, mm, that was kind of difficult because I'm like, I ain't used to this. I ain't, I'm used to like seeing like a search full of people. So it like made me realize it made me go back to the basics. It made me realize I don't need a big crowd in order to do what God has called me to do. And I've done a lot of things with my ministry virtually. <laughs> like this, for instance, PRL, for instance, um, a lot of other shows that we are doing, for instance. And what has happened from that is because I have made myself available virtually for things such as this, God has opened doors for me to be on other platforms to do different things to where I can touch more people in a broader aspect than what I could ever imagine. Like I'm look, going back, looking at videos and I'm looking at videos where I'm getting about 200 or 300 views on a video. And I'm like, now, if I'm doing this in person, let's be real. I wouldn't be able to touch about 200 or 300 people at the same time. But because of this situation, because of where we are at, it made me shift and made me get out of my comfort zone. And that's what it did to me. It made me like realize that God is bigger than the four walls. God is way bigger than the four walls. And... I had to realize, okay, because he is bigger than the four walls, let me get out of my comfort zone. Let me stop doing what I'm comfortable with doing. And let me just go out here and be who God has called me to be. Now, a lot of the searches have opened back up. <laughs> and I've done a lot more preaching where I'm seeing more audience. But with these numbers going the way that they are, who's to say that that's going to stay that way? Like, I can give a case in point. Like, we're back to doing Wednesday nights with our young people. With these numbers going the way that they are, who to say that it'll stay that way, though? So it's like, I'm, I'm glad to say that we're back, but I'm also prepared for, you know what, if it does go back to this other way, okay, let me start sifting some things getting some things in order to where, if it does go another way, we already prepared for it. Like we already set for it, we already prepared, we know how we can operate and we know what we can do. Like a lot of the stuff that we are doing with our young people right now, we already have precautions in case of, just in case COVID still is on the rise. We got stuff planned for next year, but we got stuff in place for you know what, okay, if COVID is still on the wires, this is how we still gonna do this. You gotta be organized. You gotta have a plan B. 
you got to have like a backup plan just in case because the way these numbers are going right now, yo, you never know. So you just got to expect the unexpected. And what, what it did to me was it made me realize that once again, God's word is going to go forth whether we like it or not, whether we in the midst of a pandemic or not. God is going to make sure that people can hear his word. He's going to make sure that people are prepared for his coming back. So that's what it did for me. It made me realize, it made me shift the way that I do ministry. And um, I wouldn't say I'm thankful for COVID, but I'm thankful for what COVID taught me, which is to shift the way that I do ministry. It totally shifted my mindset on ministry. That's what it so, did for me. Yes. And so let's let's do some I'm gonna ask you questions of things that you learned um with it. So okay. how quick did your kids learn? Um virtual backgrounds. How how quick did your kids learn about that? Man, my kids taught me about virtual backgrounds. What you talking about? <laughs> okay. Uh, this is another one. Um, can't nobody use a mute button quicker than a child. We can't oh do nothing in this room. I'm talking about, because no. I done seen my six-year-old, when she first started, uh, when she was seven, I said, she know how to use that mute button. Even when she does Sunday school now, because she goes to Sunday school, it's still virtual. Um, and so she used that mute button. She, she'll walk around with that phone and she'll be in the bathroom. She'll not turn that camera off and do everything. Yes. I, I said, I don't have those, like the, the, the capability they have has just, the it makes you look at your child different. They real they, tech savvy. They like. She got different virtual back. She in Sunday school and she has the, um, she likes the one with the motion. So she like hers to be like active. Yeah. Tell my niecey poo, she needs to show us how to do virtual backgrounds on here. Oh, she'll show you. Like when my uncle came up, which is her great uncle, and he don't know how to do stuff on his phone. He don't, he's not techie at all. And so mm -hmm. she take his phone and she tells him when she talks to him on the phone, she's like, you know, uncle, you know, uncle Eddie. Like so it's amazing. He tells me he's like, Yeah, my little, my baby, my great niece know how to do more on the phone than me. So mm -hmm. yeah, her tech savviness is. She taught yeah. my mama how to do the Zoom medical appointments. Okay, you know so they officially, <laughs> officially, my little niecey poo is officially our techie person. Like, that's what we going to for our virtual backgrounds, all that. That's what we going to. How do you feel like, I think you can still teach the concept. How do you feel about that? Is the concept, is your... Are the children still getting fed what they need virtually on a spiritual aspect with the ministry? Do you think you're still able to feed them or do you think it only works better in person? In person, I'll be honest, like you're taking away their distractions because if they are virtual, they could be sitting there watching their TV and listening to you or they could be doing anything. And that's where that virtual space comes into place, even from the classroom to the Sunday school or anything you have your child doing. Because I know at one time we were doing like um, virtual Taekwondo, but I was like, I ain't doing it. 
I ain't my we ain't got enough room in these city apartments for all that. And so yeah. How can I see that being an accident waiting to happen? An accident and they have everything virtual though. Like they even had like virtual camps, you know, and mm -hmm. it was so it's yeah, I can see that. That's true. Yeah. And that's yeah. why that designated space is so key Important. to and you gotta oversee too. Um like you know, if you're working from home, um, you might have to get you like a camera to watch your kid if you're in the other room, so you can speak right. through the camera and right. see what they're doing in between your Zoom call and doing your job. Facts. Mm -hmm. And then put that motion activate on it. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. time they get up, you can catch them going in that refrigerator or Facts. just. Getting lost doing whatever they do because I, I didn't know a child can move so much. I know they don't move like that at school. I mm -hmm. know they don't because we mm -hmm. couldn't move like that at school. Mm -hmm. But that motion gonna tell you. Like what you doing? Man, I'll tell you now. Our kids had a back to school bass on Saturday. We did like a little back to school bass with them. Uh, it was in person. We made sure that they was masked up and all that. Now, outside, we had like a little water balloon fight for them and all that. So I had told them, I might like, look, your youth pastor got plans after this. So y'all cannot get me wet. Whatever y'all do, y'all can't get me wet. Like, I'm off limits. Y'all can throw them at the other youth advisors or whatever, but I'm off limits. And uh, they're like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. So I threw it. So I picked up one, and I grabbed one of our other youth advisors, and I'm like, yo, let's get her. So we pick up a bucket that had water in it, and we chase down another one of our youth advisors, and we dump the water all over her. Why did I do that? But mind you, I'm the only guy that was there. I'm the only boy that was there. You know they got me back, don't you? They made me. Thank God I had a t-shirt on underneath my shirt. I ended up, I'm like, y'all not going to get me. No, I told y'all I got plans. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. You didn't care about the rest of us. No, uh-uh. So I'm like, you know what, babe? So I take off my shirt, keep my T-shirt on, put my cell phone down, put everything else out of the way, and I take off running. I'm booking because I know they about to try to get me. Them girls ran so quick, they jumped that water all over me. I'm like, and there's a picture floating around now where with the one that we got, the youth advisor that we got, she's just got water. No, they didn't just get me with the water. The bucket that they dumped on me had blue paintball in it. So if anyone has that picture, just come in my, <laughs> hit me up on my DM, on Messenger, or send an email to the ministry and I'll call you with your phone number. And then we'll link up. I would like that. Um, and I am cash app ready now to purchase it if need be. So just want to put that out. There. <laughs> uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. No, uh -uh. nobody's going to send you that picture. I will bless your cash app. Let me know. <laughs> no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. No, nobody's going to send you that picture. No, because... We're going to turn it into a meme. 
Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. They got my butt good. Like, <laughs> all you see. And then somebody, a professional photographer, just happened to be driving by, and he stopped by, and he goes, can I just get a photo of y'all? These girls take the kids, and the bucket that they had, they hold the bucket over my head, and I'm just sitting there, like, with my head down, like, no. So, yeah, as y'all can clearly see, um, I was outnumbered that night. It wasn't a fair fight. It was not a fair fight. No. Well, they have been home for, for a while, so I get it. Yeah. So, they like, they was you... ready for me. <laughs> they was ready. Do you have a hard time now that y'all are back in the church, you know, and doing things and activities? Do you have a hard time getting them to... Um, comply with the mask correctly like you know do a lot of them wear it under their nose they're under their chin or do they all just do what they're supposed to do how does that work do you have to be a mask enforcer like they are wearing it the way that they are supposed to wear it now let me be real i will be all the way honest and i will be all the way 100 with it I had to accept responsibility on yesterday as a youth pastor of the church Yes, I held the title, but I hadn't really been there that much. I had been running around doing other things, been out other places, and I had to give a big shout out to my youth advisors because they had definitely, while I had been out doing other things that I needed to do, they kind of held it down and made sure that things was getting done the way that they needed to be. And I basically let them know yesterday, I'm like, look, I know I haven't been here that much, but I promise y'all that's gonna change. Like, I know this is my main responsibility. I do apologize. I know I ain't really been here that much, but I'm gonna do better. So I had to like accept responsibility of the fact that I kind of dropped the ball a little bit, but like I was running around preaching all over the place, being gone 24-7, like out of a month, I'm maybe at the church, maybe two Sundays out of the month because I'm somewhere else. That's just the way that it rolled, and that's the way that it fell. But I'm going to do better. So I was there on Wednesday nights most of the time. But you got to make sacrifices too. Like I'll give you case in point. Case in point, Wednesday night, of last week, we didn't have Bible study, but our kids had dance rehearsal. I hadn't made it to a single dance rehearsal for them for their um, for the youth day. So that Wednesday, on Wednesday, I worked a ten-hour shift. But I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I know we're not having Bible study, but I'm still go up here. I'm gonna show my face and show them that I still support them. They was happy just to see my face. So so it was like amazing to like just see their smiles as I walked in. I'm like, okay, that means I'm doing something right. Now, let me be real. Saturday, <laughs> I was worn out because I had been gone Thursday, Friday, worked a 10-hour day on Wednesday. But Saturday, work, I had been to a service on Saturday morning. And right after that service, headed straight over there to set up for that back to school bass. But I wouldn't have had it any other way to see the smiles on their faces as 
it was being held and made it all the way there. Case in point, tomorrow, one of them got a softball game. I'm working a 10-hour day tomorrow, and then as soon as I get off from work, I'm going to their softball game. So it's like you got to be able to – you got to be able to make those sacrifices to show them that they are important. So that's what it taught me. And uh, as far as the mask, yeah, like I said, they've been abiding by it. A couple of them haven't a couple of times because it's like most of them there on Wednesday nights are family. So if it's like just the ones that like somebody that's you with 24-7, we're like, okay, we still want you to keep it on, but we're not going to really pipe on it too much. Awesome. So let me ask you some questions. Oh, okay. What you got? All right. So... Besides um, the getting them to pay attention, what was the hardest thing with homeschooling for you? Trying to manage, like, okay, so, you know, we're in the house, so I got to manage cooking, um, cooking, cleaning, working, parenting, teaching. Mm. And um, so you have to just, you know, finding the balance. Um, so we started walking and um, some people say I walked my child a little too much because she done lost a lot of weight in the lower body um, since then. And now it's coming to the upper body. But anyway, I did what I got to do. So we would hey. walk around the block and sometime I would run. Um, so we went to school like a half a day um, at one point. And so in the morning I would go for like a run. I live in the hills. So I would like run around the block. Um, like, you know, and even when I was interviewing, I would run like just to, you know, um, going to the gym right here at my apartment. So it's like, you know, you got to find that way to release it. Um, I also do stress gummies. Um, I also take some some fish pills. And so, (laughs) yeah, and I, I do these fish pills and I got some that I do as well. Um, I also watch what I eat, like certain foods make me kind of extra grumpy. So, um, I watch what I eat too. I watch it go into my mouth. Let's not, let's not, let's not, we're not gonna go down that road right now. And so, um, (laughs) yeah, you watch it just like you said, so correct, so correct. Watch it go into my mouth. So, like, I do a a smoothie, um, and I kind of like try to limit my sugar intake because that makes me really like kind of short and on edge. So, I try to eliminate that, and the carbs they make me feel kind of bloated and. They also make me a little short tempers, so I don't do those that much. So those are things. Um, celebrate every, like I say, I, I know I say this a lot, and you guys probably heard tired of hearing it, but celebrate every victory. Turning yes. that homework assignment in on time, making it to that meeting on time, all of that yeah. is a win, and you have to celebrate it. Like Thanks. love yourself, appreciate yourself, believe in yourself, and reach your goals. That's it. Like, you got to know that, hey, I did this. We made it through the day. We made it to every class on time. I didn't yell at you. You know, (laughs) Um, this homework is getting easier. It was less me, more you. And so that's what I learned to make it work. 
facts. That's what you gotta do. You gotta like learn those little bitty things to make it like mm-hmm. more fun. Mm-hmm. So you guys, we appreciate y'all for tuning in on the night and rocking with us. Um, our girl Tatiana isn't with us tonight, but uh, she will be back very soon. Um, we won't be doing a clubhouse show tonight. That is off for tonight. We will come back to that next week. And uh, you guys definitely stay tuned. But I got one more announcement for y'all. As of tomorrow, first thing in the morning, go to the Will Talk Monday page on Instagram, and you will catch the show on replay on Instagram. We will have the show uh, on Instagram for you guys as well. Also, stay tuned. We got some big things in the works. We got, I ain't even going to tell y'all what we got going on right now because uh, a few people already know, but uh, and when I tell y'all it's about to be lit, it's about to be lit. I promise y'all. So get ready. Get excited. I promise y'all we got greater coming. Greater is coming. I promise we appreciate y'all rocking with us. We will be doing just kicking it with Will Talk Monday again on a Saturday in September. Be on the lookout for a date for that on Clubhouse. We're getting with my man EJ Bolden right now to kind of set the date on that to make sure that we got everything scheduled correctly. We had fun last time and we definitely ready to kick it with y'all again. So before I turn it over to my beautiful sister, my beautiful co-host, as I always say, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments, meaning some things that we looking at is bad. God is only turning it around for our good. Stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to somebody else. Sis, what you got for them? Don't let your procrastination be the assassination of your success. We all have the same 24 hours to <clears throat> make it work. Come on. Ooh, and we'll see you next bars. week. She's Thank dropping you. bars. See y'all next week. Peace. Bye.